I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Hello, friends. Before we get started with today's episode, I want to share who our sponsor is today. That is Podcorn. Podcorn is a marketplace connecting podcasters to amazing podcast sponsorship opportunities, such as host read ads, interview segments, and more. In our experience, we have used Podcorn to connect us to a few sponsors, and it's been great. It was so easy. There's no middleman. We just message these brands, and we can set our rates. They can say how they want to collaborate, and we can decide if that aligns with our brand or not. It's super easy. You never give up any rights to your podcast and Podcorn is here to support you at every step and ensure you're protected and compensated for the work that you do for brands. The Marketplace mission is to give podcasters transparency, creative freedom, and full control of how and when you monetize. So click the link in our show notes to sign up for Podcorn if you have a podcast or if you're interested in starting a podcast. This is a great way to monetize that and start browsing sponsorship opportunities. Welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. And this is Kara. Today, we are going to be having a little bit of a controversial style episode about the ins and outs, what we're leaving behind in 2021, what what we're bringing in in 2022. Yes. So if you disagree with some things, take it with a grain of salt. We're just us, just two random girlies with some opinions. And I'm sure you have your opinions. And that's what we're all entitled to. So, But some of the ins might be great. Maybe you'll find an in on here that you'll add to your life and you'll like it. Totally. And yeah, seriously, it's not that big of a deal because there was a few that I accidentally even put on the wrong list. And Kara was like, wait, is this in? I feel like this should be out. And we were like, wait, which list was that supposed (laughs) to go on? So it's not that serious. We're just having fun with it. Yes. But before that, I think we'll do a quick catch up. If you listened to last week's episode, you would know Allison is here with me in St. Louis. We're going to pre-record a bunch of episodes to be ready for maybe a few vacations that we might have or just to, you know, go into the new year with a bunch stockpiled. Absolutely. Catching up a little bit. Yeah. So last night, since I got here, we went and got sushi mm-hmm. because I've been on a sushi kick lately. My whole college young adult experience, I thought I hated sushi because I'm not into seafood, mm-hmm. especially since I eat plant-based mostly, but they actually have vegan sushi. Yeah. It's just like cucumber and avocado. So Kara was like, do you want to go get sushi? Oh, wait, you probably don't get sushi, right? And I was like, no, I would totally get sushi. Heck yeah. So we went and we split a yakisoba noodle bowl with Fried so tofu. good. Oh my God. That was so good. And then I got a cucumber avocado roll and you got a rainbow, rainbow roll. roll. Super basic. <laughs> but it was Amazing. really good. Sushi Station in St. Louis. Kind of a tongue twister right there. If you ever in St. Louis, go check it out. It was really good. Yeah. And then 
this morning. Kara did her thing. Yeah. I was trying to be a nice guest. So I dipped out first thing in the morning and went to a coffee shop so she could <laughs> regroup in her own space on her own time. And there was this place I was really wanting to go to called Clover and Bee and they were closed. They're on vacation. And I can't even be upset because I had a DM today of someone asking if I was open. A girl called and I was like, yeah, no, sorry. New Wave is closed. So that maybe was my karma. <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs a break right now. Yeah. You included. <laughs> Me included. So I was like, I cannot be upset at this local business for not being open right now because oh, yeah, I'm doing this to other people myself. That's true. But then I found a cute coffee shop that was in an old converted house or a house that they converted into a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Telio. I know it's pretty cute. Yeah. Um, and here we are. Here we are. You'll find out later in the episode that we're kind of on the outs of Starbucks. But unfortunately, all these coffee shops are closed this week. All my go-to matchas are places to get matcha are closed. So we got Starbucks matcha today. Yeah. This is like a follow-up on the conversation of last week's episode, how I was saying so much of our spending is just like out of convenience. And it's like, okay, first I tried to go to the Clover and Bee, which was closed for the holiday. Then we tried to go to this other place and they were closed due to staffing issues. And then mm-hmm. I went to the third place, the Telio place. They didn't have matcha. So I was like, I gave such a valid effort here. So number four, I guess I'm going to go to Starbucks now and get a matcha only because I had to get back so we could start recording. But ideally, it's like I always try to support local shops, Mm -hmm. but I I swung and missed so many times. So then I just ended up doing it and we were like kind of beating ourselves up. And I was like, you know, I literally get Starbucks once for like 30 times that I support a local coffee shop. It'll be okay. Yeah. And it's that weird time of the year where things are closed. Mm -hmm. So. And I would rather those people be taking their vacations. Yeah. And, and chilling. Good. Yeah. So we got our matchas. We're ready to dive in. But first, peak of the week. Peak of the week. I think my peak right now was sushi last night. That How do you say that noodle bowl? Yeah. Yakisoba. Yakisoba. I had never had that before. It was so good. I think I'm just going to order that from now on. Oh, it's amazing. So that was my peak. Finding a new delicious food and trying all your vegan foods. It's Thank fun you. to see what other people are doing. Try out veganism. Yeah. You were very open at the restaurant. You, were, I was like... <laughs> This is what I'm getting like this, done this way. And you were like, oh, yep, sure. Let's do it. And let's do it. Yeah. It was great. I kind of will eat anything though. I'm kind of a, a pig in that aspect. <laughs> You're not There's literally stuff. no food who, that I don't eat though. Who ordered a second roll? Me, not you. I mean. That did happen. But it was it was so good. It was needed. <laughs> Another fun peek. TikTok sent me that cake. That was really nice. Go TikTok. Instagram, Facebook. Y'all lagging. Yeah, TikTok sent a bunch of creators cake for New Year's and you got to cut it open and it like exploded with sprinkles. That was a well put together whole ordeal. Yeah. Like the outside of the box because they used a local baker too, right? Yes, flower shop. Like that's super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like how much was that cake? That's probably like at least a $70 cake. Pretty special. It's yeah. going the extra mile. Yeah. So go TikTok. You guys are killing it with the relations with your creators. Good for them. Other apps could. Well, and how they have the TikToker creator fund. Did you notice that Instagram started doing that now? Because yeah. now I get paid for the reels. Oh, you signed up. Okay, cool. I keep getting the notification and I'm like, you guys are annoying me. <laughs> no, it's nice. I should sign. Okay, yes. Because in it. November, I made 180. Oh my gosh. Nice. December, I think like 90. Okay, good. And for January, I'm at like 60 so far because it's what? The six. I made one reel. Okay. That's... But it's it's enough that like, if you're going to be making, you don't have you're to do anything extra. It. Yes. Okay. And I'm, I sign up. I'm thankful that TikTok has the creator fund because mm-hmm. Instagram never would have done that without it. And I'm like, okay, could I get some back pay for like the tons of videos that I've, I've been slaving to this app for 10 years now? Yeah. Yeah. I know that that is so true. We were talking about this with other things too. Like it's good to have competitors because it makes other people actually give a crap about you. Like we were talking about credit cards the other Mm -hmm. day and how it used to like in the travel space, at least it used to be like Chase or Amex. You get a Chase travel card, credit card or Amex travel credit card. Now Capital One. They entered the game. They entered the game. They dropped like a really nice credit card. Is it the X? Is that what it's called? And it's a player in like the travel credit card space now. And now it's going to make the other credit cards offer better things because they were just like very comfortable being the travel credit card for so long. Yeah. And obviously, you know, there's the downside of that when things go so far, like to where Amazon is literally the the only. Yeah. Like, did you hear or read about, I can't remember what their competitor was for an online bookseller, but they, Amazon operated at a loss for like two years to the amount of $750 million in this one 
one sector just to beat out the competitor because they like they have the funds and the deep enough pockets to do that. Mm-hmm. So sad. Like, how can anyone compete with that? Right. So there's obviously a happy medium. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, then there's just crazy. like industries where there's literally swan. Yeah. Now we have a monopoly. <laughs> but uh, my peak would be getting two orders that came in the mail and everything fit and I liked everything. I did an order from Sisters and Seekers, which I'm literally wearing the top and the sweatpants right now. And then I got Peaches, some stuff from Wild One. It's like a cute online dog boutique thing. So I got her a collar and a leash because I already have a poop bag from them (laughs) or a poop bag carrier. Uh They're like these compostable poop bags. I don't know. It's very, they're very cute. And I got her a triangle tug and a bolt thing and a tennis ball. And they are all this very soft beige. It's like super aesthetic dog stuff. Mm -hmm. And I placed both of these orders on December 26th when it's Boxing Day. So both sites are like 40% off. So I'd been eyeing these things for like honestly months maybe even like the whole year. I've just been following them on Instagram and being like, okay, when those things go on sale, I'm going to get them. And I spent a long time making sure to add the things to my cart. Like, okay, I've got the right size. The shipping address is right. None of this is going to get messed up. We've got the total. And they both came. Love everything. No returns needed. Everything. I was just so happy. And Mm -hmm. Peaches loves her toys. Aw. It was great. It was cute that we both got a package. Yeah. Didn't get one for Clay. Sorry. (laughs) Clay, maybe you can just share with Peach. (laughs) (laughs) That was my peak. And I'm going to be wearing these couple items from Sisters and Seekers like until they fall apart. apart. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. Cool. All right. Your guys' peaks. We have... One from Tori. I moved across the country to start my dream job. Both happened this week. What a great way to kick off the year. That's so fun. Wishing you the best of luck. This next peak comes from Agyet. I hope I pronounced that right. Going back to dance class was her peak of the week. So happy for you to get to move your body, have fun, probably get to see all your friends. Very excited. Along those same lines, Orain got a hot yoga membership. Ooh. Super needed in the winter when you're just chilly all the time. That's mm-hmm. honestly like my favorite thing about going to hot yoga this winter. Like, it feels so good to be hot. Honestly, yes. Because I will stand in the shower for like way too long just because I want to be hot, like burning my body. Yeah, because you get the chills and you can't shake the chills. <laughs> yeah. So that's a really good substitute. Mm-hmm. I love that. Always Sunny said, currently living in Vienna, Austria for work and going to the opera house for the first time on Friday. Go off. What a dream life. Proud of you. That sounds awesome. That does. Wow. Last one from Sarah. She has officially listened to every episode of the podcast. Oh my gosh. I wonder, that's a lot of hours. That's a lot of hours. Thanks for being here. Yeah, no kidding. Oh my gosh. We are honored that you're choosing to spend your time with us. So thank you. Yeah, the internet is very full of podcasts and things that you could be listening to. And we never take it for granted that you guys are willing to give us some of your precious time. Yeah, amazing. All right. Without further ado, our ins and outs of 2022. Okay. I'm scared. People, please don't come for us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want things to get taken out of context. Well, maybe we'll start with some of the lighter ones. Okay. Kind of jump around. But I think a light one we can start with. Something that's in for me are dirty chai lattes, which is basically a chai latte with a shot or two of espresso in it. And this is in for me because I was traveling with Robin. He's Robin Hood on Instagram, one of our videographers as a freelancer at Beautiful Destinations. And he was ordering them. And I was like, huh, I've never tried this before. And so I ordered one. It was pretty good. So I think I'll see more of those in this year. (laughs) I'll see more of those. (laughs) Love that. It's probably good because I feel like chives are really sweet. Yeah. But I love the bitterness of espresso. So maybe Mm -hmm. it would help tone that down because I personally don't like chives by themselves. Yeah. One time I went somewhere and they were like, hey, we accidentally made this chai. Like, do you want it? And I'd never tried one. So I was like, dope. Yeah. And I felt so bad. I couldn't finish it. it. No. Mm -hmm. And it's so rare for me to not finish something. Mm -hmm. And out that kind of goes with that one, I'll just say briefly, is just over-caffeinated lattes literally make me sick to my stomach. I don't know why, but the dirty chais don't. For regular lattes, I feel like I'm going to poop my pants and like my heart is racing so bad. You mean lattes or cold brew? Because a latte and a dirty chai would have the same amount of espresso. No, like literally a latte. What kind of milk are you putting in there? Oat milk. I don't know. Hmm. I need someone to explain this to me. Maybe the dirty chais did make my stomach hurt too. (laughs) 
Because say like cold brew or just like coffee, that's just going to be straight. Mm-hmm. But if you have a latte and it only has one or two shots of espresso, it shouldn't be too much caffeine. Yeah. Unless you're getting like a venti. But like I could have a cup of black coffee and then I could also have a latte and the latte like hurts my stomach. We'll figure this out. I will- 2022 goal. 2022 figure that goal out. is to figure out which <laughs> coffee doesn't make me want to die of an anxiety attack. All right, what about you? I have in realizing influencers and celebrities are human out putting influencers and celebrities on a pedestal. Yeah. They're just real people that happen to have other people start following them or they happen to have a song blow up or some video that they were in blew up or something, but they're just a person. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think along those lines, which we've talked about this before, it's like not expecting anything from anyone. And I think it kind of relates to when you were in Hawaii and saw someone who you mm-hmm. really looked up to, this huge influencer you've been following forever. And you totally could have said hi, but instead you didn't. And it's like, I think in that situation, you didn't expect anything. So like whatever you're going to do was, I don't know, going to be an okay decision probably, but you didn't expect mm-hmm. them to like be nice to you or expect them to like take a picture with you. Give me some advice. Yeah. Mentor me on the spot. Respond to my Instagram. Yeah. Anything. I just, I don't think if someone has more of a following that they owe anyone to be nicer or like a celebrity even, I don't think they owe us to be nice to us. I don't know. It's weird. But then some people are like, well, but we gave them the platform to be famous. But it's like, I don't know. Okay, but yeah, like let's say celebrity is eating at a restaurant and they're not so overly nice to the server. Like they're probably just being like normal. Exactly. But it's almost like they have to be extra nice to extra compensate. I think so. Because like it's Hailey Bieber, so you have to be A++ behavior all the time. Mm-hmm. She can't just like go to a coffee shop and tip like a normal 20% and like walk out. And, and be like, monotone and yeah. like not make small talk. yeah. It's no, just like I they're thought expected. About this. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. It's not that they're even just expected to perform normal. They're expected to be like on their A game at all points in time when it's like they're just people that also have like anxiety and they're also sad and they have things going on in their life and they can't do it all all the time. Mm-hmm. But they just have a camera on them all the time or they're always, you know, having interactions where people are expecting something of them. Yeah, be tough. All right, well, I agree. Okay. And I put audiobooks because I had to cancel my. My Audible and had to buy eight audiobooks at the same time to not lose all my credits. So 2022, we're coming in hot with audiobooks, but actually I do really like them. I used to listen to audiobooks on the subway in New York instead of podcasts. Or yeah, I'd mix it up, honestly, because I love it. I do love a good podcast. But it's sometimes nice to have like succinct information that's really nicely written, has been revised a million times coming into your ears instead of just like people talking, you know, each serve their own purpose. But I love that you're saying this as you're like on a podcast. I <laughs> no, but it's good to mix it up. Honestly, we, yeah, we love a good audiobook. So fantastic. I put in active listening. Mm-hmm. I know that people have a lot to get off their chest and a lot of people want to be the talker all the time, but we can't all talk if there's no one to listen. So I think something I want to incorporate even more is just listening. Mm -hmm. There's a special person in my life who's been like going through a hard time this last month and I've been able to really listen for them. And a lot of times people don't even really need advice or they're not really asking you to reply or say much back. They just like need you to listen. And how often, you know, do you tell someone something kind of like important, not even like heavy, just like do you tell someone a person's name or something you did and then you bring that up to them and they just like completely forgot, didn't pay attention because they just like weren't active listening. Yeah. It's a big thing. That was one of my goals for last year was to be a better listener. I feel like I accomplished that hopefully. Yeah. I think you've always been a good listener. Oh, thank you. <laughs> What'd you say? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was a stupid joke. Dad joke. Sorry. Okay. Actually, when you said that, I thought of a new one and I think it aligns with that. I think in remembering people's names and out saying that you're bad with names. If you come to my face and you tell mm-hmm. me that you're bad at names, I will personally punch you in the face. So don't say that to me because <laughs> you're just saying that you're bad at names. No one's inherently bad at memory names. Yeah, I think we all have about the same capacity. What is it? 450 names? What is this? I haven't ever heard this stat. Yeah, maybe I should Google it really fast. Okay, we're going to take a break, figure out how many names you can remember. All right, Google has confirmed that the average person can recall around 500 names. And are you interacting with 500 people in the next 10 years? Probably not on a daily basis. I feel like that's feasible is what I'm saying. 
I think that I am one of the people that. <laughs> okay, no, names. no. Let's let's re clarify. So okay. Let's it's just fine. let's just go out with the phrase "and bad with names." And if you forget someone's name, that's okay. But don't default on like that statement because then you're just inherently making yourself bad with names. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. It's okay if you forget my name or if I forgot your name. But let's not go into it just because once you say, oh, I'm bad with names, you're not even trying. So I think maybe a better sentence would be like, I'm so sorry. Could you remind your name again? Yes. Instead of like, hi, I'm Kara. And then immediately someone says, oh, I'm going to forget because I'm bad with names. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's setting them up for for failure. You're just like already put in the, yeah, you're already putting it out there that you're not going to remember my name. So yeah, that's a very off-putting interaction. I feel like you hear that a lot in like business settings, like when you're Mm -hmm. networking and stuff, like there's always that one person's like, sorry, I'm so bad with names. We're going to meet. I'm not going to remember what you said. It's like, or just like, don't like, say wow, that. Just like, remind me how unimportant I am to you. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. See, some of these, that's what I mean. They require like a little bit of discussion. Yes. Because there's like more that meets the eye than just like in, out. Yeah. That was a good explanation. Okay. <laughs> uh, out, makeup wipes. This was also out for us in 2021. And mm-hmm. I'm going to stick to this in my cellar water. Yeah. Because one of my 2021 goals was to get a skincare routine. Mm-hmm. It's funny for me to look back and be like, I didn't know how to do anything. I literally barely knew how to like wash my face. And now I, I like know what I'm doing. Yeah. Good job. It's kind of fun. I love skincare now. It is so fun. And it's just like a nice little way to pamper yourself yeah. every evening. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big morning skincare person. Okay. I wonder if there's, I mean, I still do stuff at night, mm-hmm. but in the morning is when I'm more invested. Yeah. Both great times. Both in. Yeah. Skincare in in the morning, skincare in at night. We're doing midday skincare. Okay, actually, wow. I think I just came up with a really genius idea there. Midday skincare. When the sun's at its highest. When you're like glowing. so like dry. That's an in for me that I've recently implemented, bringing a moisturizer mist on planes. Mm. So, you know, you get off a plane, your skin is like so dry, it like hurts. I don't know if you I actually feel like when I'm in an airplane, I'm extra greasy. But, oh, yeah. Like, I just feel like the like the germs and everything mm-hmm. makes me just feel a little grimy. Well, there's something about the elevation and I don't know if it's like the air vents that makes your skin drier when you come mm-hmm. off a plane. So I bought this spray that is like moisturizing and you can just spritz it on. It's travel size. Okay. And that's a new thing for me. So that's an end for 2022 because that's a recent new habit. Love that. All right. In is being inspired by people living your dreams, out being jealous and spiteful about Mm -hmm. people living your dreams. And like, they're so similar, but to see someone winning and be like, damn, and like, just like feel that twinge of like jealousy and like, Mm -hmm. why does she have that? And I don't reframing it and being like, damn, that's what's possible. Like that person did it. That shows that I could do it too. I can see their journey and maybe apply something into my own life. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you think there's a sentence or a phrase that you could say when you're seeing someone doing something awesome instead of being like, I'm so jealous of that? Is there something you could say where you're like reframing it to be like, wow, that's cool that they're doing that. And I hope that I can do that too someday. Like, I think you just said it. Okay. Yeah. Just like re, I feel like it's because yeah. I definitely throw out like, oh, I'm so jealous. That's awesome. But I don't actually mean that. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. actually like envious of that person. So I think just re-saying it too kind of tricks your brain into not being actually envious. Mm -hmm. There's always space for another person in literally anything. Always, yes. Because you always think like, think like James Charles. He became like the number one beauty YouTuber, but he was on YouTube for like two years and then he became huge like 2020. Yeah. Like, I'm coming out of nowhere. There was tons of beauty influencers mm-hmm. before him. And in 2018, there was other people that were killing it too. Like there's always room. And think for of you. Tinks. Yeah. She like probably was hardly on social media like five years ago. I bet if someone would have told her like, hey, five years from now, your entire life is going to be like built around TikTok. Probably would be like, uh, what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she, she just went for it. Yes. So in inspiration, out toxic jealousy. And along those same lines, we should have the quick chat about Instagram being out. Yes. Instagram is going to be a hot topic on this in and out list. We have quite a few for them. Quite a few complaints about Instagram. (laughs) What's new? I think in for Instagram. I honestly don't have a single in. I don't have a single in, honestly. But the outs, our first out is them pushing reels so much. So much. I like like a good artistic, fun, like travel little vlog reel. Like if I'm on Instagram, it's kind of of going for the same vibe as Pinterest. You know, I want to be inspired. I want to be motivated. I want 
to see some pretty things. I'm getting on TikTok. I want like a funny nugget of information, like a little bit of education on some random thing to be entertained. If I'm getting on Instagram, I don't want ads six times in a row. I don't want to see a reel on how to grow on reels eight times today. Like I get it. If I want to find it, I will go look for that information, but Mm -hmm. it just pushes like annoying ass shit all the time. And I follow, that's a problem. I follow great people on Instagram. Instagram doesn't show me those people. Yeah. Instead it shows me ads for things that I have no desire. No desire. And now it will be like a person that'll be like based on people you follow. Oh my God. Have you noticed it no, doing that I too? No, I have seen that. Oh, here, I'll like show you right now. On your like scrolling time? On your scrolling feed. Oh, yes, gosh. it will say like based off. Oh, right here, literally. Oh my god. Because gosh. you like the reel from New Romantic Florals. Here's another one. It's just trying to push anything. Yeah, her whole, Allison's like scrolling right now. It's all reels. Real, real, ad. It just makes me not want to get on the app. And I mean, obviously we all talk about how we just wish it went back to chronological order. I'm fine having like some ads in there. Like I get we're on a free, they have to make money somehow. But like there's a reels tab. Leave the reels in the reels tab. Leave the shopping in the shopping tab. Yeah. Leave the posts on the main feed. I know. I seek out the information. Yeah, it's like, what happened to photos? Isn't this a photo sharing app? Like, It is apparently not. And I do like like the reshareable content, you know, like the quotes we post and stuff, but I almost mm-hmm. feel like that's like 50% of Instagram now. Oh, is like graphic? It's just graphics. Yeah. There's so many. Yeah, because your posts do well based on shares share and them. saves. So I don't know if it's even Instagram's intention, but they're probably just doing really well because algorithm. Them says it's doing well. Right. But to where you used to write like a thoughtful caption. Yeah. You just now put it on the words. You, put, you make it like through a slide of images. Oh my gosh. I haven't even thought of that. You're so right. Because I feel like people want things in like the most digestible way. So rather than like one long caption on your feed, they want it broken up into 10 Oh my photo gosh. Segments. You're so right. I haven't even like sure. figured that out. It's just, that's the thing though. It's just like, we always have to figure something else out with this yeah. app. Like obviously thankful for Instagram. Probably most of the reason you guys are here is because you found us on Instagram. I'm thankful that we can have a free platform like what if we had to pay for radio ads and billboards yeah so I do appreciate it but I don't feel like it helps the average person out very much it yeah really put and we were talking about this too like it pushes all these like fast fashion things people that just do like Amazon hauls people that do like a Starbucks recipe drink like it's just kind of pushing the same top big corporate type of content and it, yeah. the little people. Well, because what we were talking about was how in China, they're kind of ahead on the whole social media plus shopping thing. And so I was telling Allison, I'm like, do you think that people like you who are really into thrifting clothes are going to get hurt at some point when the algorithm is favoring people who are like going live and like doing live shopping and like, okay, buy the shirt that I'm wearing, buy the pants I'm wearing. You can't buy the shirt that you're mm-hmm. wearing if you thrifted it. Like, do you feel like totally. that at some point the algorithm is going to just push people that are making them money through the shopping tab? Well, I'm sure. It's really scary. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> lots of thoughts so on all Instagram. that's out. <laughs> yeah. But of course, we're still going to post every single day. And yeah. Because we are, we are grateful, I guess, for the, I guess, for the, for the opportunities. But it seems like they just do stuff and don't ask anyone. They don't ask for any feedback. They just decide they're going to do something and just do it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, next in, I wrote as a fun in CBD sparkling waters and just fun beverages in general outside of water. And then out um, rosé all day. (laughs) Yeah, we were laughing before we hopped on. That phrase, I could go with never hearing it again. I uh, never seeing it on a t-shirt again, a water (laughs) bottle again. Because Um. (laughs) who likes rosé? Please tell me. If you actually like rosé, please let me know. Because I've never drank rosé and not vomited violently hung over the <laughs> yeah. next day even like one or two glasses it's nauseating it's not good i know like it's cute i will give the, it that like if it's aesthetic it's like a pretty pink color but it's too much for me it's nasty it can stay for bachelorette parties and maybe nothing else i like the fun pool parties that rose all day That's brings like yeah. let's bring the pool party energy let's swap the phrase <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like and, something else. I don't know. And along that same line of out, I I have never liked these types of things, but all the mugs, and I feel like I'm offending like 99% of America right now. So I'm so sorry. But like the dorky little wood signs that so many people like have in their kitchen that are like from Hobby Lobby and like the mugs and the t-shirts that say things like 
and that love <laughs> and that curly Q font. And I just can't. It's not for me. Let's express what we love through our actions. I think it's just like the lack of total individuality. Like you're going to wear a shirt making your entire personality rosé all day. I don't know. I don't know. I think those like end up being gifts. I feel like people get those as gifts. Because like that yeah. one TikTok that we were joking about, like the one TikTok that's like me mentioning I like bees once. Oh, yeah. And for Christmas, <laughs> I get a bee mug and bees wax lip gloss and literally everything bees. I feel like those shirts are that. Yeah. It's like you mentioned you like rosé once. So it's like, oh, thanks, grandma. Yeah, but <laughs> it's like not day. actually going to like, you don't want to actually wear that. Yeah. Or it's like, well, yeah, that phrase is like nice, but do we need it on a mug and a keychain? and a wood <laughs> platform in the kitchen and yeah. on a bumper sticker. They just, they take it a little too far for me. Yeah. So the end for that for me is not buying things that are just like mass produced and a phrase just like slapped on in vinyl. Just like if you get on FAIR, F-A-I-R-E, it's like a wholesale site. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be like smaller businesses and like cool stuff. And when I first started using it before New Wave opened, like I loved it. I could find like really awesome creators on there that had small businesses. And now like if you look at the clothes on there, it is just all those same clothes. And I'm like, do we been printing these shirts since like 2002? Yeah. Like, Why are we still all making these same blank t-shirts with like a vinyl cheaply made thing and then charging like $30 for it? We all we all see through it. Why are we all still buying it? Why are we all still making it? It's out. It's out from, for Allison. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even feel like- Make it your phone screensaver. Make it something else. Let's not like waste good t-shirts. Well, and then those are, maybe this is because I like thrift so much too. Like all of those like kitschy, cheesy phrases are just what fill up the entire thrift store. So we're just like adding so much waste for like literally nothing. Anyway. Anyways, that's why we sat out. Take this with a grain of salt (laughs) because if you like that, I definitely have some mugs that are like that. I'm going to keep them, but you know. You know. Just something to think about. This is just some food for thought. Okay, for me, an out that I for sure have is the Our Place pan. And I'm so sad because if you follow me on Instagram, I was so excited when I got this pan. I think I got it last February and it's January 22. So it's almost a full year and like the thing crapped out on me. The Our Place pans are really pretty aesthetic, non-stick pans. I think they're like ceramic coating, something like that. And everyone warned me when I posted about it that I ordered one. They're like, oh my God, no, you shouldn't have. Like mine stopped working after three months. I was like, okay, dang it. Well, I'll see if it works after three months. And it did. So I was like, okay, that must've been like an old batch. Like the ones Mm -hmm. that they got must've been like the bad ones. I think mine's fixed. And then like, I think at the eight month mark. So yeah, in December, it's just, it's just like everything sticks. Even if I put butter or like olive oil on the pan. That's so disappointing. Yeah. And when you told me that literally an hour ago, (laughs) I was so sad because I I want one. And it's like, they've sold so many. And I truly thought like, wow, this is great. I can get rid of all of the pans that are down below in the cabinet and I can replace it with this one streamlined pan. Yeah. Too good to be true, I guess. I would love to promote it if they offered a solution for your pan crapping out and like not working anymore. But everyone says like, oh, I reached out and like they told me it was my fault. Like you didn't, you didn't clean it properly. You cooked on too high of a heat. And they said, cause I tagged them when I originally posted that people were telling me that it didn't work very well. And they responded to my like tag with a DM. Like if it's taken care of properly, it'll retain its life value. And I'm like, that's really shady messaging. Like if the person takes care of it. Whereas someone who I just saw yesterday had the brand made in pan. So maybe this is the in. Made in pan. This guy that I follow had it for a year and a half and the non-stick stopped working and he messaged the company and they sent him a new one. Wow. Okay. Because see, that shows the difference though between our place, which was like, we're just going to make our bucks super quick. Yes. Which is so many brands out there. They're like, our goal is just to sell them the product. And then once they get it, their problem, we're not going to take any accountability for that. Like if it breaks your fault. So all they want to do is make money. Yeah. Where there's other brands that are like in it for the long game. They're like, no, we actually like care about changing people's like kitchen experience and want them to cook at home more. So we're going to actually try to make a pan that helps them. So in for me, businesses that actually care about your well-being and aren't just trying to sell you stuff and make their quick buck, mm-hmm. which is pretty much my whole point of the story I was just saying. Yeah, All those companies that are just selling those, they don't actually care about yes. whether you like your clothes or if they're going to last or if that mug is going to be, you know, in style for the next couple of years. They're just like, oh, this was trendy for like 0.2 seconds. Let's mass produce it, make our money and run. Yeah. 
not done with me. Yeah. And just saying, the person that posted about the made in pan, not an influencer, literally like a kid from my middle school. So for that person to post it on their story, that shows that action from that brand really moved that person. They were like wanting to tell everyone. Yeah. Wow. Good customer service can make or break you. Yeah. So I'm so sad. If you bought an Art Place fan because of me, I'm like really embarrassed because I didn't know. I loved it. My stuff was flying around. I cooked my food great. You weren't like promoting it. Like you didn't have a deal with them, right? No. You just like genuinely bought it for you. And I was like, it's so cute. If you guys want one. Yeah. Go for it. I love them. I mean, it happens. So. All right. Now that I got all of my consumerist ranting out of the way. Um, in for me, poetry. I've just been seeing a lot more poetry books, poems online, people saying that they're like getting into poetry. And I wonder if that's like a coping mechanism, maybe from COVID is I do think like a lot of poetry is a way that people express like their trauma and what they're going through. And I think it's really beautiful to use such a great outlet and then share it so other people can resonate and feel less alone. I love that. And I think our third episode of the podcast, our guest Mm -hmm. Amber is doing a lot of poetry now on Instagram. So shout out to Amber. It's Amber Michelle Poems, if you want to follow her. Yeah, they're so good. Yeah. That phrase that she posted yesterday, be the person that someone wants to be around even on a Monday morning, I feel like could go like viral, viral. And I was like, dude, I hope people keep giving you the creds for that quote because it's a good one. Yeah. I don't really have an out for that. Maybe toxic tweets where that put people down would be my out. Take your anger out through poetry. Don't take it out on Twitter and attack other people. Yeah. Cancel culture is it's out for only me. getting <laughs> worse and worse. <sighs> out would also be the people that say, well, not the people, but the concept that cancel culture doesn't exist. Like I, I actually don't know how someone could say that they don't think cancel culture exists. Who people, says that? I don't know. Some people. Like, cancel culture isn't real. It's holding people accountable for what they did. Yeah, that's what they say, I think. It's like, it's like yeah, but you ruined their entire— They said one thing and you took it out of context. And now they're, they don't have a job and you made their friends turn on them. And now they're spiraling and depressed because you ruined their life instead of just sending them a kind message like, hey, maybe you could be more aware of how you went about this, like just trying to help, wishing you the best. Like, let's try that approach. Yeah. Because any time that I think you approach people with like that anger and that edge, like really how is someone supposed to react? Like if you come for someone, people's natural defense is to like, I don't know, curl in a ball or like be sad. But if you go about it in a way that's like actually inciting positive change, you're may, way more likely to get the desired outcome mm-hmm. for anything. Okay, let's take like the laundry detergent because we also have on here in, like out, plastic laundry jugs in mm-hmm. using dry like if you go to someone you're like how dare you use that plastic jug like it's don't you know like the impact you're making instead of being like hey i've been loving these like here's a link if you yeah. try them like let me know just talk about your experience because yeah. it's crazy how many people try to tell people to do things when there's like so many speeches and books about like how to convince people to do things and it's like totally not that way totally not that way <laughs> like, not that i have an extensive knowledge about that but i know it's not like you should do this Mm-hmm. It's never like you. It's slowly using like talking about your own experience to convince someone to do something. I statements. Yeah. That's that's on our in list too. It's all tied together. I know. Everything is tied together. Boom, boom, boom. We're hitting them all. I <laughs> statements are in because you can never really attack someone or like hurt their feelings. You're saying I statements. And if they are upset by that, that's on them. If you're like at least in an altercation or like, you know, if someone hurt your feelings, like I feel like, I don't know. We've talked about this before. No, I'm so with you. And I just, I think people know when they're like doing something that they could improve on. For example, like I posted Palo Santo on my story the other day and this girl like came for me in my DMs and I was like, I didn't even respond. She was like, not nice of you to not acknowledge that it's, you know, holy. And I was like, I sent her the picture of the tag where it said Hollywood. And I was like, it literally says it right here that it's like very sacred and it's meant to be like a very special thing that you do. And then she like went on this whole rant. I'm like, I don't know if you just didn't see what I said, but it's like, girl, I'm not telling you everything that you're doing wrong in your life and how you could be better in this, this, and this way. Like, unless you are an absolutely perfect human being that has never like said anything the wrong way or you've never done anything wrong. Like, I just, why are we policing each other like that? No. Inspire through your own actions, but we don't need, like, people don't have the time to just be berating each other on the internet. It's so sad. You can't even, like, look the wrong way sometimes. People are like, how dare you look that, do that. (laughs) Yeah. And, like, for, think about all the tons of times you've posted about 
Palo Santo and have acknowledged where it comes from, the meaning. And it's like that person just caught you the one time where you just like threw it up and maybe yeah. didn't give the full, which we've explained on the podcast that you gave a really good explanation about the meaning. It's just like, oh, they caught you that one time where you didn't. No, the funny give thing up. was it, it was literally in the photo. Yeah. Okay. I like exactly. zoomed in and I was like circled. I was like, it says Hollywood right here. And, but I like, that's back to the four agreements of me not taking it personal. I was like, hey, you know, like it does, it says it right here. And then she said her own thing and I didn't respond because I'm like, I'm not going to like let this ruin my day. Yeah. Like, obviously, you know, they maybe were having a bad morning. Maybe they spilled their coffee. Maybe they had a flat tire. Then that popped up and they're like, you know what? I'm just going to take my anger out on her story right now. And if I let that affect my day, then I project on to Clay when he gets home from the yeah. door. And if he lets that affect his day, then he goes to the gym and then projects on the, like, the person next to him. And then it's just a domino effect. So we've really got to be aware of, I don't know, just like our words and our behavior that we're just like pushing out onto other people. Mm-hmm. Which I think we had a similar one on this list of, oh yeah, I put in asking people if they are able to hold space or are emotionally available before you dump something super heavy on them. Yes. That is like the most traumatic thing ever is when you get a text and it's someone like going off on you or dumping something really heavy on you. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, I'm literally in the middle of like a shift of work. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm they literally- call you out of the blue, like just bawling or something, you know? Yeah. Which like, obviously if there are moments like that where you need to call someone and then it's emergency, obviously that's a whole nother thing. But I think most of those need to be prefaced with like, hey, can you talk? Or like, hey, I don't know. And being clear about what you want to talk about. Because someone has said to me like, hey, can you talk? And I was like, yeah, what's up? And then they just like freaking went off on me. Yeah. I'm a horrible person. And I'm just like, oh, I thought you wanted to talk about, like, I thought it was like a really lighthearted talk. Yeah. Or like how one of our friends like just got engaged. I'm like, oh yeah, let's talk about it. Or I don't know, something stupid. But I was like, oh, you did not clarify what you want to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and especially because it's like, say an instance, someone dumps it on me and you're say in the middle of a shift or you're like at the gym or you're doing something, then your response might not be like the best it could have been. Yes. But if you're like, hey, I'm finishing up something, like I can call you in an hour, then you can like create that environment that you're able to be an active listener, mm-hmm. hold that space for that person, listen to them, and then like maybe offer advice if that's what they want or come to some resolution. But you know, like how horrible does it feel on the receiving end when someone just like dumps a ton of stuff on you and you're like, oh my God, I, I don't even know what to say to this right now. Yeah. It's like we're so maybe. accessible that we're accessible mm-hmm. at times that probably aren't meant to be receiving those messages. No. And as the person who has something of that to share, it would kind of benefit you more if you tell someone that is able to hold that space for you and give you the feedback that you want because then then you can move forward. Mm-hmm. You can get to the bottom of whatever it is. Yeah, a random in with that. In is voice memos. We love voice memos. Mm-hmm. But a bonus in with that is like, I send like a little one sentence with like an arrow up. Like just some thoughts on Coachella. Because then I'm like, if you just have a random voice memo sitting in your text, sometimes it's like, should I listen to this right now? Like, what is this going to say? Mm-hmm. So then I like, I like to give a little text context of like, Hmm. no rush. This is just a random thought about this. Love Because then they can listen to it like five hours later and they know it's just about that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a new fun thing I've been doing. Yeah, I think voice memos help things not get lost in how text is just so one dimensional. Yeah. I love a good voice memo. Sorry, we didn't really know that this episode was going to get so heavy, but our next episode or the one after that, we're going to be like reading your guys' problems and like offering advice. And that is a perfect example of us being like, hey, we're going to hold some space for you guys. Send it into the DMs. We've Mm -hmm. got it and we're going to talk about it. And making that kind of be like an open opportunity, but not like trying to open that floodgate every day all the time. Yeah. You know, because we want to help you. Yeah. So be on the lookout for that. That will be a really good episode. Because mm-hmm. we know you guys are going through it right now. Like it's been a hard winter. I know so many people around me are just like crumbling. And I hope it doesn't come off that we are not trying to say you can't be going through stuff right now. Because, oh my gosh, even in my own family, we have a situation right now. And yeah, it's super tough. Cried a lot this week. Anyway. I think another in that I have not gone into that I want to get into is breath work literally have done zero anything around that. So I think I put that in the end list because I want to explore that. I literally signed up for like a breathwork free class during Mm. lockdown. I didn't go to it. So then that's where I've been at. (laughs) So we'll be revisiting that in 2022. Love that. Keep us updated. Out meditation. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, nothing needs to be out for that one to be in. 
I don't know if this is going to reach anyone in our audience. I don't know how young our listeners are, but out is students hating on their teachers because I have so many teacher friends and I've seen so many teachers online that are just going through it. They want to quit teaching. They're like, I did not sign up for this. This is so hard. And these poor students are just berating these teachers for like their outfits or like their hair or something. Like, you know, that TikTok of that guy that walked in and they're like, hey, who invited a the aunt from whatever cartoon and like, yes, his outfit looked exactly like that person's outfit. But why are we making fun of the poor teacher? It's so sad. That is so sad. I know. They're literally on the brink. Like on the brink. So let's not push teachers over the edge. They already are very underappreciated, underpaid, overworked. (gasps) And then you throw a pandemic on top. Like no one had ever seen this before. No one knew how to navigate it. And like, and the teachers are the ones like having to take care of 30 kids at a time and all of these kids are traumatized because you have, say, an 11th grader who's like actually an 8th grader Mm. who's now supposed to be a junior in high school and like didn't get the maturity that we would have had. And then they're all just sitting in a classroom and they don't know what to do besides make fun of their teacher. That's so sad. And the teacher's like, dude, I'm trying my best here. Yeah. Just remember, teachers are humans too, guys. Yeah. And if you're in college and have right my professor, let's think before we write something really mean. Oh or if God. there's an in-class rating. That I've heard oh horror my stories gosh. from teachers. People just be in like, if you don't know what an in-class rating is at the end of a semester in some teachers' classes, they'll hand out papers from the university mm-hmm. that the university receives of you rating your teacher. And then the administration sits with the teacher and reads them. Mm-hmm. So like, People can just be so mean anonymously. Like, would you actually say that to the teacher's face? No. Oh my god. And like gosh. that affects if they get want to continue doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Get asked to come back the next year. It's crazy. I know because my mom's a professor and she always talks about like her year end reviews. And she's like, I'm always so thankful that they're so good. But here's the sad thing. And this is what my friend Berg was saying the other day too. He's like all semester, he's like, I've like literally been depressed. Like these kids have just been beating me down. It's been so hard. I'm overworked. And he's like, well, then at the end of the semester, then I get some nice cards and like I get some thank yous and like being appreciated for the work. And he's like, but the last six months, like I've been dying. And so he's like, it's nice to get the review at the end of the year. But like, what about every single day when I was just showing up and you guys were just kicking me while I was down? Like, I, I need like a little, what, could you spread more of that kindness in the day to day? Yeah, let's not save it for the end. Let's spread it out. Let's spread it out. Yeah. And like you said, like those reviews really impact those teachers and professors' careers. Yeah. And it sticks with them. Like, I think that they hold on to the, you can hold on to the reviews and get them. Jeez. And imagine just having a strongly worded anonymous paper of some student going off about how you like ruined their life and you have no idea who it is or like what you did when all you did was just sign up to get underpaid, took on a ton of student loans, just to try to help these kids. And they just, are, yeah, it's so or sad. Mean. Yeah. It's so sad. Okay. So out, not thinking about how your actions affect others is the moral of the story. Pretty much. I think that might end up being the whole theme of this entire podcast. Plus the skinny jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, do, do you want to share share your thoughts on skinny jeans? I I don't know. I just don't love them. I don't think I really ever liked them, even when they were in. I think jeans are jeans, leggings are leggings. Skinny jeans is like trying to be leggings and jeans. And it's like, we don't need that. We need leggings. Mm-hmm. We need jeans. We don't need skinny jeans. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. I have always been a big flare jeans girl. Mm-hmm. And I remember last year at like this exact time, I was wearing my flare pants and this individual was like knocking on flare pants. And I was like, dude, flare pants are amazing. And I was like, also, Emma Chamberlain wears flare pants. So I'm here for it. And then I see this individual literally the next week wearing flare pants and making a TikTok about how cool flare pants are. I was like, mm. blocked. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> That's like, the same. This girl on TikTok said the exact same thing with the Birkenstock clogs. She's like, to all the people that bullied me in 2018 for wearing clogs, like I see that on your Christmas wish now. or Christmas haul. Yeah. The clogs that you bullied me for. Interesting. Interesting. How the, how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> How the table's turn. Jokes. But um, yeah. Oh, I think also low-rise jeans. Maybe you like them. People really are liking them right now. Personally, like they do not fit my body. Like, I don't know what it is, but my butt crack is always showing. So someone tell me what I need to do. Because I always like, I, they look cute on Pinterest and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I tried them on and like, what? Like, how did I forget that these like traumatized me when I was in sixth, seventh grade? Maybe they're one of those things that photograph well. Yeah. People don't like 
actually wear. Like you like wear them at home and for a mirror picture and to take some like cool Pinterest shot. But yeah. I don't really feel like I see that many people out in the wild in low rise jeans. Yeah, that's so true. Maybe like in LA. They're so unflattering. But I think it, it really just goes back to like whatever works for you. Like yeah. maybe someone looks doesn't like how flared jeans fit their body. Maybe someone doesn't like how bootleg or straight leg or the tapered look. I know people that love skinny jeans Mm -hmm. and like, good for you. Honestly, go for it. Yeah, because those things look terrible on me. I know. All props to you. I love baggy jeans. Like, I literally only wear like the extreme baggy jeans. Oh, guys, before we hopped on this, we were looking at like 2021 out and it was like out biker shorts, out baggy clothes, out oversized tees. And I was like, so my whole wardrobe that I feel really comfortable in. Uh, (laughs) It was like, you guys got to be at home for two years and wear all the comfortable clothes. It is now time for tailored looks and silhouettes. I was like, yeah. Maybe in 2023. Yeah, I'm still still coming out of my hole. No, I love biker shorts. They're like so practical, I feel like. They're just... Maybe also living in the Midwest. Like we're we're behind. We're just now getting into... Yeah, that's true. We lag. We lag a little bit. (laughs) That's a very fair assessment. Okay, maybe we should do like one more. Um, Yeah, yep. Whatever you want. I think I'll go with, okay, in writing handwritten thank you notes, Mm -hmm. that is just something that will just get you so far ahead in life is just writing thank you notes because no one gets them anymore. So when you do, you totally stand out in a work life, in regular Mm -hmm. life. Like, oh my gosh, my grandma wrote me a a handwritten note for for Christmas and it was so thoughtful. And I'm like, wow, if I ever hate myself, I just need to read this note and I will get boosted up. Like just like really nice things about me. So thanks, grandma. That is so nice. Yeah. My whole family has always done thank you notes for everything. Mm -hmm. Like growing up, my mom was always like, write your thank you notes for like your birthday and your Christmas. We'd always get those like little box sets of, and I literally got one this year from my mom still. Mm -hmm. Box of thank you notes. Like she gives them to me so that then I write my thank you notes. Yep. That was also ingrained in me, but I I need new stationery. I am out. But it's good to just, yeah, even if like you have a work connection Mm -hmm. that met with you for coffee, instead of saying a thank you over email, send them a handwritten thank you note. Whenever they have an opening at that company, they will call you first. I guarantee. Power of the written word. Yeah. And then an out for me, any negative self-talk. We are so aware now that our words are really powerful. And I just feel like there's no room for negative self-talk in 2022. Even when it's cold and depressing out, it's really easy to be hard on yourself or maybe like not working out as much or maybe like slacking behind on your goals even already. Let's just focus on the positive because you cannot change what has already happened. And that's something that mm-hmm. I've been bad about is like, like oh, I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have, like, I'm so stupid. I shouldn't have done that. And it's like, well, it's already happened. There's no need to focus on why you shouldn't have done that or why that person shouldn't have done that to you. It's mm-hmm. like, we are already at the moment where it has happened. So unless you have a freaking time machine, it's nothing is going to happen unless you focus on moving forward, not blaming yourself, or being mad at yourself. So yeah, it's very important. Talk to yourself like your best friend. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. What a nice ending. Do you have anything else you wanted to say? Hopefully we didn't offend you guys too much. Hopefully there were some laughs along with the (laughs) pits in your stomachs for some of these. But no, let us know what your guys' ins and outs are on our Instagram. And we'll catch you guys next week for all all the drama, all the tea, all the ups and downs, all the heavy. Yeah, all of our advice for you guys. All right, that was another episode. Catch you guys next time. Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for.